Hello and welcome to Bible Podlet. I'm Damien. And I'm Rebecca. We're so happy that you could join us. Bible Podlet is a Bible study and discussion podcast for all ages. And we'd encourage you to listen together, children and parents or children's workers, and to pause the episode, if you can, and talk about the stories and questions that will come up later. Hey, Rebecca. Yeah. Do you want to play a game? Oh, I'd love to. What's the game? It's called the Word Association Game. Have you ever heard of it? Um, I'm not sure if I have. Well, I'll tell you the rules. We start with any word, and then within two or three seconds, we have to say another word that is associated with the first one. So, for example, if I were to say blue, you might say red because that's another colour, or you might also say sky because the sky is blue. We then take it in turns to say words until someone stops or we say a word that's already been said. Sounds great. Let's have a go. Let's start with armchair. Sitting. Room. House. Building. Outside. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Cold. Hot. Chocolate. Sweets. Uh, <laughs> run out. Gets <laughs> really hard, doesn't it? It's amazing how we started with one word and it transformed into a completely different one. It is, and that's what we're going to be looking at this time because the theme for this series of Bible Podlets is Bible Transformers. But what is a transformer? Oh, now a definition. Is it a device that transfers electricity between two or more circuits? Or what about a group of heroic Autobots led by Optimus Prime and evil Decepticons led by the villainous Megatron? Would you like to hear a joke about Transformers? Go on then, let's hear a joke. I've lost my paper. Let me find it. Paper rustling sounds (laughs) for the podcast. Why does a Transformer need a watch? I don't know. Why does a Transformer need a watch? To tell the Optimus time. (laughs) Great joke. Thanks. Well, well, the dictionary simply describes it as a person or a thing that changes or transforms. Transformation might be difficult to understand, but it's something that we're all familiar with. Like if you leave a round juicy grape out in the sun and it transforms into a dark wrinkly raisin. Or what about caterpillars transforming into butterflies or tadpoles when they turn into frogs. How about when coal is transformed into diamonds or how a pearl begins life as a tiny grain of sand inside the shell of an oyster? I've got a joke about an oyster. Another joke? You're on fire. I am. Let's go. Ouch. (laughs) Why do oysters uh, go to the gym? I don't know. Why do oysters go to the gym? It's good for the muscle. Oh, Damien, that's really bad. Come on, this is a podcast. We need to be serious. Okay. In 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, it says, Our faces then are not covered. We all show the Lord's glory, and we are being changed or transformed to be like him. This change in us brings ever greater glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. The transforming power of Jesus can do amazing things. God is working in the lives of his people in an astonishing way. He is changing them and he's making their character and attitudes more like his own. 
Now there are loads of examples of this happening in the Bible, especially for people who don't know God before or wanted to work against Jesus. So what we're going to do is look at 10 of those stories over our series of Podlets and find out what the stories can teach us, how the people were transformed and how that can change our lives. So let's start by listening to our new story for today. I'm Lindsay St. Cushon and welcome to So Wine Watch. Our top story today, a crazy man is healed or did pigs just fly? Chaos ensued at the Gerasenes today when a herd of pigs randomly jumped off a cliff and drowned, leaving their farmers without a job. Eyewitnesses to the incident said that it was Jesus' fault as he healed a man with an evil spirit. Upon arriving in the Gerasenes by boat, Jesus and his disciples were greeted by the wild man who was naked and living in the burial caves nearby. Witnesses heard their conversation where the man begged Jesus not to torture him. The man said his name was Legion, as he was being controlled by many demons. Instead of sending the spirits into the darkness, Jesus sent them into a nearby herd of pigs grazing on the hill. After the spirits entered the livestock, they immediately jumped off the cliff, leaving the stunned farmers without anything to look after. We spoke to one of the farmers after the troubling scenes to see what he had to say. Well, I was minding my own business with the piggies when I saw a commotion over by the boats. Then all of a sudden my little piggies, they were squealing and running around. I tried to calm them down with their favourite lullaby but they they ran off a cliff and they, well, they drowned. I ran, yeah, town, town was where I ran and I told everybody, anybody that would listen. They were shocked and they came, bless them, they came and looked at what happened, but I don't know what I'm going to do now. I've got no job. Maybe we could look after some sheep. They are fluffy. A spokesperson from the town had this to say on the incident. We headed out to the area and saw the crazy naked man who normally lives in the burial caves outside of town sitting at Jesus' feet. He was clothed and calm, which is most unlike him. Apparently Jesus had sent the evil spirit out of him into old Bert's pigs. Well, nothing like that ever happens here. We're all very scared of this Jesus and his power, so we sent him away. We just want nice, quiet lives. Opinions here are divided after today's events, but there is at least one person who is happy. The healed man said to us he was very grateful for all God had done for him today and was Please, Jesus came to heal him. He also said he would spread the word of God's goodness in the town so that Jesus would be welcomed back in the future. After several miracles and public appearances, Jesus is starting to make quite a stir in the local area. Questions remain, who is Jesus and what does he want? That's all for Swine Watch today. I've been Lindsay St. Cushon and you keep trotting. Wow, what an amazing story. We're going to talk about what has happened and we'll be asking a few questions and we encourage you to pause the podcast if you can and discuss them together. So the man was completely transformed when he met Jesus, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Before 
he met Jesus, he was uncontrollable by anyone. But the Bible says that his village tried to keep him under control by chaining him up. But the spirits inside him made him so strong that he snapped him off with his bare hands. And the Bible also says that he went to live out in the graveyards and caves outside of the town. That's interesting because the Jewish people didn't like being around graveyards at all as they were considered unclean. You're right, Damien. He was separate from his friends and family in the town and considered unclean to be around. So if someone went to him, they would also become unclean. The man was also wild and he didn't wear any clothes at all. That must have been chilly. (laughs) It's amazing what Jesus did then, isn't it? Because after Jesus healed him, the man was calm and not crazy. And he was clothed and not naked and was sat at Jesus' feet controlling himself instead of running wild and shouting at people. It must have been incredible to see firsthand, but for the man himself, he became completely different. He was transformed. So our first question today is, how would this affect the man's life? The question again, how would this affect the man's life? Please pause the podcast if you can and talk about this together. Then press play when you're ready to carry on. It must have been so weird for the man being controlled by not just one but many spirits. Not being around his friends and family and then just being set free from it by Jesus. I think he must have felt relieved. He could just go and live in the town again with his family and wear clothes and feel free to just sit and be calm. And it's clear to see that because when the villagers came out to see what had happened they saw the man just sitting at Jesus' feet. But instead of being happy for the man The Bible tells us that the villagers were overcome with fear. Being overcome means to have a really strong emotional response. Here's our second question for today. Why do you think the villagers were afraid of Jesus? Again the question, why do you think the villagers were afraid of Jesus? Feel free to pause the podcast if you can and talk about this together. Then press play when you're ready to carry on. The villagers would have been scared of the man already, as they had tried to chain him up, but he broke those chains with his bare hands. So to see someone they were already scared of, and had already tried to control, be transformed by Jesus, well that must have made them scared. I think you're right. To see the uncontrollable man be controlled by a stranger, would perhaps make the villagers think that Jesus may be an evil master of that man. Now we know different because Jesus is not evil, but he's good. But on the outside, the villagers didn't understand what was happening, so their first reaction was to be scared. But the man knew that what Jesus did for him was good, and the Bible says he wanted to go with Jesus and begged him to let him travel with him. We've come to our next question. Why would the man choose to leave and follow Jesus when he'd been given the gift of being able to return to his family, friends and his community? The question again. Why would the man choose to leave and follow Jesus when he'd been given the gift of being able to return to his family, friends and his community? Go ahead and pause the podcast if you can and talk about this together. Then press play when you're ready to carry on. Well, as we've already said, the man has been transformed and he knows that Jesus is good and not evil. If that gift had been given to you, then why wouldn't you go with the person who gave you that good gift? Yeah, you'd want to spend more time with them and learn from them and get to know them better. 
especially if you knew they were a religious teacher or leader. So we've quickly come on to our next question. How might the man have felt when Jesus asked him to stay behind? Here's the question again. How might the man have felt when Jesus asked him to stay behind? You can pause the podcast if you can and talk about this together. Then press play when you're ready to continue. So you could feel a couple of things really. Firstly, he could be disappointed that he couldn't continue to grow into his new life as a free person right next to Jesus. I think he might also have been a bit scared of going back to a community who feared him. Because we don't know how long he was being controlled by the evil spirits, so he might not have anyone who knows him or anywhere to live. It's a bit scary when you don't know what's going to happen sometimes. And then Jesus tells the man to go and tell the people how much God did for him. What a scary thing to be asked when you've only just met Jesus for the first time. You're right. Jesus expected the man to share the good news with other people, even though he'd never been taught to do so. And that means that we can share the good news about Jesus without being an expert, without knowing our Bibles perfectly from front to back, or going to university and spending lots of time studying. Even without those things, we can still share Jesus with other people. Here's our final question for today. Have you met Jesus? And do you feel you can share with others what Jesus has done for you? That question again. Have you met Jesus? And do you feel you can share with others what Jesus has done for you? Feel free to pause the podcast if you can and talk about this together. Then press play when you're ready to carry on. It's important to know that we don't need any special training or know everything about the Bible in order to share the good news of Jesus with the people in our lives. Yeah, just like the man in our story, just being thankful for what Jesus does for us is enough to tell our friends and family about him. Our man today met Jesus and was transformed by him, and Jesus can do that for you too. There may be something that's making you sad or angry, and Jesus wants to set you free from it. We'd really encourage you to talk to Jesus about those things and ask him to set you free from your fears so that you can share what he does for you with others. And if you're not sure how to do that, then ask your adult to help you. Now at the end of our podcast, we want to have a bit of fun. Not that the podcast hasn't been fun already. It's been lots of fun. But we want to make it more fun. So... This time, I thought we'd share some made-up facts about pigs because, you know, they played a part in our story today. So, do you know any made-up facts about pigs, Rebecca? As a matter of fact, I do. In fact, did you know that pigs are so smart that they actually invented Sudoku? I can't even, why can't I say that word? Sudoku, Sudoku puzzles. Sudoku puzzles, that's incredible. They also love chess, didn't you know? Chess? How do they do that with their little trotters? They use the noses. <laughs> they use they push the, the chess pieces with their noses. Oh, that is very smart. <laughs> and did you know that pigs have flat noses, not because they push chess pig things all the time, but because they do nose stands when we're not watching? They do nose stands, like a gymnastic pig. Yeah. A pig in a leotard. <laughs> oh, wow, that's an image. <laughs> well, actually, I've heard that pigs curl their tails in the morning much like we do with our hair. Or to like make them look pretty and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, do they, do they step do away from false eyelashes. 
<laughs> a pig with four eyelashes and makeup. Yeah, it's amazing. Well, have you ever seen a pig with a straight tail? I've never seen a pig with a straight tail. Yeah, they were looking now. Gonna be eagle eyed looking at all the farms to see all the pigs with their curled tails. We know your secrets. Okay, our last fact is Did you know that early police forces used to use pigs instead of dogs because criminals back then smelt of truffles? Really? Not chocolate truffles, unfortunately. No, not chocolate ones. What does what a truffle smell like? A truffle? I have no idea. They're some kind of fungus, aren't they? Let's, let's Google that first. <laughs> <laughs> so if you at home have got any made-up facts about pigs, then why not share them with us on our social media accounts? You can get in touch with us on Facebook at BDBE Updates and on Twitter and Instagram at BDB of E. And why don't you have a go at the word association game that we did earlier on in the show? And do let us know which word you end up on. But the word you have to start with is pig. Well, that's all from us this time. And we hope to see you again in our next episode. Bye. Bye. Bible Podlets was a Blackburn Diocese Board of Education production. It was written by David Harris and Sarah Earnshaw and edited and produced by David Harris. Bible Podlets is a free resource. For more resources, visit bdeducation.org.uk. Let's start with clock. Tick. Talk. Well, <laughs> you asked for that. I did ask for that, didn't I? That didn't take very long at all. Okay. Shall we have another go? Let's... Talk. Like, what can you do with talk? What's talk? Well, what else are you going to say after tick? <laughs> you could have gone time, uh, finger, I numbers. Yeah, could have went tick. Okay. <laughs> that was a really good one as well. I thought that one. <laughs> right, we're going we're gonna to play again. Okay. Pull yourself together, Jamie. I will.